Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Bad Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. We hope you're all doing well. We hope you're all back from the capital. Um, assuming a lot of our listeners were there, just having a great time. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> you went there. I sure did. So Let us not forget. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I hope everybody's week was okay, aside from that. <laughs> Aside from the insurrection, insurrection near coup, the attempted coup, yeah, um, you know. Aside from that, I hope you're all cool. Yeah. Um, what's happening in your neck of the woods, Dorisha? For you're the lady. Um, you know, I've, I I have a lot of work right now, so I don't really leave the house that much. Well, you don't in general. Yeah, but like. I don't even like go for a walk or anything. Like there were days this past week where I was like, oh, I didn't go outside today. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a couple of those uh, happen. Yeah. You know, those are my normal days. Like, oh, wait, I haven't been outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the office wasn't outside, I don't, there are plenty of days I don't think I'd ever go outside. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you were supposed to go back to work this week, but you didn't. I was supposed to go back to work. I didn't. I don't know if anyone's following the news other than the uh, insurrection. Uh, COVID's out of control in Los Angeles. Uh, so we took a week to just test and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. You have to get tested tomorrow? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been we te- we tested three times this week. Um, Did you? You didn't get tested today. No, no. no we get tested. It's back to our normal Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Gotcha. Uh, <clears throat> the Sunday was like we had the intention of like starting on Monday. I see. 
Um, you know, but like all the best laid plans, eh, something, something, something. Yep. I've heard that. What is that phrase? Best laid plans go to waste. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like People everyone just shorthands say, it yeah, yeah, to yeah. best laid plans. Yeah. And you just, you go, yeah, like you, I understand the intention of it. Right. But I've never really, what is the full phrase? And there it is. Um, it's just like, you can make all the plans you want, but. I think that's the, that's the fun of COVID, right? That feels like everybody's best laid plans. Yeah. Have uh, whatever the rest of the phrase is. I mean, look, I don't, this is not to downplay it at all, but I feel like we got a little preview of that with dealing with infertility. How so? Just in the terms of like. Oh, be it not the ball always moving? Yeah. yeah the unpredictability sure. and like planning, like you could never right. plan anything. Yes, the goalposts are. Yes, but obviously we were not in danger of dying from well, infertility. You never know. That's true. It's a, it's a it's a it's a wild world. Yeah. Um Henry, you know, Henry had a normal week. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, his his life is to him very normal. Yeah, Holly's back uh after quarantine testings. Mhm. Good news. She didn't bring it back. <laughs> Um, so that was a welcome, uh, reprieve, but also I was like, so in the mode of dealing with Henry every day that I then was like, not, I had no idea what to do with my time. Yeah, I know. So I was really puttering about, as they say, but not like in the normal way where I'd putter about to like the hardware store or something. Cause I was like, oh, I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. So I was just like literally puttering about while Dory's like trying to finish a book and two magazine pieces. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm writing this thing that needs to get done. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. What else are you doing? <laughs> my favorite is when you just sit down in my office as I'm working. You're like, hey. I'm like, what's up? Well, I mean, that's a thing that like, I don't, don't you, didn't you do that at work? I haven't had an office in... Well, let's pr- let's think back to a time when you had an office. I mean... Wouldn't you just find yourself in someone else's office just sitting? Sometimes. Yeah. So I treat it like it's your office and I, I, I pop in. It's just... it. It's. I do a pop in. It's frustrating because... Oh, you don't like it? If you don't want me to do it, I won't do no, it. No, no, no. It's just... It's frustrating because my office is in the house. Yeah. So like people are just always coming in and out. It's very distracting. Well, I told you that if you ever like, if you want this office to like, if you need to like get something done, mm-hmm. you're you're welcome. Let me know and I'll clean it. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Yeah. Especially like next week when I'm not here. True. <clears throat> I might take you up on that. Yeah. Well, sorry everybody. Let me do not disturb this here. Do, 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 do. do not disturb. Um, but it's been it's been a fucking you know crazy week. Uh, anybody who listens to our podcast, maybe you're a crossover fan of Jonah Radio, and you know Neil Mahoney passed away. Uh, it was yesterday. It's like super sad. He was such a lovely guy who was always, you know, just like very f- super friendly and always kind of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just one of these guys that's like always uh, around. You never think you never think he's not going to be around. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's fucking not around. Um. So that was a. Uh, it's a fucking another left turn the week took. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to say, just it's like such a ugh, it's a bummer, and reached out to uh, Jonah and Cash, and um, yeah, fucking twenty twenty one, not off to a great start. No. I would say probably off to somehow a worse start. Just when you think things can't get worse. It's pretty crazy. They somehow do. It really is. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, 
and you know these th- these things it's just like and then you start talking to people you haven't talked to in a while and it's you know that's sort of like this weird silver lining to a tragedy yeah friend passing is like reconnecting with people or whatever so i mean i spent like an hour and a half on the phone with hardwick last night mm-hmm. um and that was uh you know we talked obviously about neil and then by the end of it i was telling him to go watch toast of london <laughs> so <laughs> he uh gave me a couple shows that i i'm supposed to be watching hang on i'll tell you what they are everybody uh Main Cabin Masters and Escape to the Chateau. Marmot? No, just the Chateau. There's apparently like this English couple bought a French Chateau for like a couple hundred thousand euros or something like that. And they've now six seasons in and they're f- they've been fixing it up. Oh boy. The, uh, so it's like the Money Pit kind, Chateau version. But like the guys like from the British Army Corps of Engineers and like oh, can do everything so he like actually knows what yeah, he's doing yeah and like does a lot of and the wife's like a designer so he's you know he's telling me about this so apparently that's a it's a good watch okay so i'll check that out the main ca- he said i like main cabin masters because they're incredibly thick accents and they just seem like nice people main the cabin main is in that's the state yeah oh. formerly massachusetts yes mm-hmm. um, what kind of accents do they have boston main. accents What's a main accent? Can't get the ah from here. It's like an accent you'd hear in a Stephen King movie. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, I was listening to the radio the other day, and there was an NPR segment about... Um, it's kind of Vermonty, too. Trump supporters who, like, the insurrection was a bridge too far. <laughs> that that was the thing that they were finally like, okay. But... Look, if it, whatever, whatever, whatever... I mean, I don't know how many times you'd be hammered over the head. Exactly. Anyway, point being, they talked to two construction workers from Quincy, Mass. Mm. Oh, you sent me that clip. Yeah. yeah. And boy, did they have. Did you see the clip I sent you yesterday? The piano? Oh, no, I forgot to watch it. <laughs> it's what, pretty funny. What is it? It's this woman who got pepper sprayed, like crying at the car- and a guy playing piano to it. Uh-huh. because he because she's like complaining about getting pepper sprayed and like the reporter's like but why did you go inside of the capitol and she's like because it's a, supposed to be a revolution oh, no. <laughs> like she's like i can't believe they pepper sprayed me <laughs> oh no i mean that is that is i mean we've known that that people are deeply delusional but it's truly terrifying to see them like take action yeah i mean well it's always it was bound i I actually am surprised it took this long well i mean that was what the plot to kidnap governor whitmer from in michigan was the same people yeah Uh, but anyway anyway it's a look it's been a it's been a rough week over here so that's that's sort of where we're at and i don't mean to be there but yeah let's bright side this this if we can let's talk about like some ups from the week well, I took Henry to Descanso Gardens yesterday. Yeah. Which he loves. He does love it. He he's, loves it there. He runs around. He thinks he's like a little park ranger. I mean, he is a little park ranger. <laughs> Everything needs to be in order. Yeah. He like tests the, the stanchions. Mm-hmm. Make <laughs> sure then, everything's working. Yeah. And then when he finds one that's broken, he gets very, very concerned. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, Dita. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, Dita probably could fix that. Yeah, if I were, if I <laughs> if I had the ability to uh, fix things around Descanso Gardens yep. without them going like, sir, and then and then as soon as I say that, he's like, mm, okay, yeah. and like moves on. Um, but yeah, it's a nice outdoor situation. For yeah, him. it's really nice because he can run around and yeah, there's like so much stuff for him to see. He got very <laughs> yesterday. He got very into. They have like a few like babbling brooks. Mm-hmm. He got very into. Yeah, it. he was really into the one in um, in uh, Balboa, like Balboa. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like a little creek there. And yeah, he's really fascinated by it. Yeah, I guess we're all fascinated by running water. I mean, I am. I mean, hey, <laughs> I'm still like, you know, water engineering to me is so so fascinating. I mean, like in the sense of like theme park water engineering oh i thought like, you were talking about like chinatown the movie oh uh, did you ever no. see that movie yes of course 
Uh, it was in film school. We had to watch it. Uh, wow, you said that really condescendingly. No, I said it like it's one of those movies that like you, they make you. Mm. Um, I like my nose where it is. Thank you. Uh, what was I talking about? Water. Yes. Oh, Theme and I'm just like water. fascinated by like how like Pirates of the Caribbean, like how the water stays level and mm. mm-hmm. how things don't sink all the time. <laughs> yeah. How they don't get the animatronics don't get wet. It's all fascinating to me. Maybe Henry will be a civil engineer. That would be pretty cool. Maybe he'll buy a chateau. Yeah. And uh, try to fix it up with, uh, with some people who are uh, uh, also engineers. I don't know. <laughs> Do you? Uh, what? Oh, uh, and then Dory's Christmas present. We used Dory's Christmas present to me last night. Finally broke it out. Yeah. Dory got a, uh, what is it called? A solo stove. Solo stove. So it's obviously licensed by Lucasfilm. Uh, no, it's a it's a fire pit, essentially. I don't understand the stove part of it. Why do they call it a stove? Well, I guess it's anything that produces heat. Yeah, it could be a stove. I I I don't know, but they also have a whole line of camping stoves. So I think that they started as oh, a camping stove sense. company, and then they they were like, oh, these could actually be like. Fire well, pits. I gotta tell you, it's it's a. It's a beautifully simple design for a fire pit. So if you've ever thought about like, oh, I'd like to put a fire pit in or I I, I have a, you know, we used to have a fire pit. I don't remember where we got it, but it we was, got it like Target or something. Yeah, but it was, you know, it was fine. It was shallow. It was a pain in the butt to clean, et cetera. This thing is like engineered like a. It's kind of brilliant. Yeah, it's it's really the airflow is incredible. It's very easy to get a giant fire going. As we learned last night. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we used one little pallet, one little uh, bundle of wood, and it we burned it for two hours. Two hours. So, yeah. I mean, it was pretty great. Also, they're not a sponsor. I know they do sponsor some podcasts. I oh, heard. do they? Yeah. <gasps> Why don't they sponsor this one? I'm just saying, not a sponsor. Uh, and I got, I, I'm glad I got the tools, actually. You know? Well, yeah, the poker's... The poker's uh, very nice. It's longer than our fireplace poker, so if yeah. I had to be poking with that, I'd probably burn my hand off. Yeah. Because the flames are, like, it It gets viciously hot. It was funny, because, like, you know, it was after Henry went to bed, and Bo uh, really wanted to come outside, so he came outside. Then he got bored. He literally got bored. <laughs> he was like, oh, they're just sitting around a fire pit. He's like, oh, they're just looking at that glowing thing. <laughs> Whatever. And he just went inside and put himself to sleep. Um, well, you know, as someone who has struggled in the gift department in the past, I'm glad that you like this gift. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, it's not, I would say that you struggle less than you you're you have a high hit percentage oh thank you you're not i don't think i think you're over exaggerating your 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 quote-unquote uh struggles uh i think you're a very good gift giver now what else is happening here really not that much. i'm really not that much oh you know it's funny dory and i were talking about this yesterday i was like you know it's pretty weird to do a podcast now um, because like I was just uh, I was just off work for three weeks in a row. Well, no, this, and I had, this is not how this came up. You said you said this is I think this is partly why I'm not keeping in touch with so many friends because there's just nothing to talk about. That's exactly right. That is exactly what happens. So yes, as as the whole like uh, you know, as uh, you know, dealing with the whole passing of Neil and stuff like that, I was talking to Dory. I was like. You know, it's, 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 I'm just getting in touch with all these people and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I, I kind of fall off the radar all the time. And I think particularly I'm falling off the radar and now because there's no, I have nothing to report. Like I have no, yeah, I have no new story. I have no, <laughs> I didn't do anything. Dory didn't do anything. And it's like the three of us, Dory, Henry and myself, it's just like, it's 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 like it's groundhog day i feel like that's why very in like relatively inconsequential gossip becomes like a huge story like the hilaria baldwin thing i don't know 
Oh, when she, yeah, she had a Spanish accent. Yeah, like that was like people. That was the only thing people were talking about for like four days because there was nothing else to talk about. Right. Well, I, you know, it's funny. I was saying last night on the phone, I was talking to Harvick about at midnight and like, what? Thank God we're not working on that show right now. Like, what? What would? What would that be like? You know, ending. Like talking about the internet every day and it was just it just it would be impossible to make now without having to dip into these darker sort of places and i said to him as like the last as like the last pure thing that happened on the internet where everybody sort of like it was an internet-y thing was the fire festival mm, interesting which was january uh it was 2016 it was 2016 I feel like it was like, I, I just remember being like, wow, so Trump is president. I should leave Twitter. So that's oh, 2017. Fire Festival. That's 2017. Right, 2017. Fire Festival happened. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we all got a good time out of that. Yeah. And that was it. That was the last time, I think, that was the last innocent internet thing that I think has happened. Except, I mean, even that wasn't so innocent. I know. But at least that was, at least like the quote unquote victims in that, mm-hmm. um, outside of the, uh, the workers people that work there. Paid. Correct. Yes. Outside <laughs> yeah. of the workers that get there were the spoiled teens. Yes, that's true. Um, which for some reason we all really rallied around. Well, it was when they posted the picture of the meal. Remember the cheese slice sandwich? Slice of cheese, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty good slice of cheese. It was supposed to be like a, uh, a five-star cooking yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and then they had enough water. Then like there was the mayhem to like find a tent. <laughs> um, anyway, so after Fire Festival, that was the end of the internet, as far as I'm concerned. Um, well, it's almost time for us to take a break. Before we do that... Um, I just want to put out a call for people to send us emails. Yeah, Dory's telling us that the email uh, thing is not, uh, the bin's not filling up like she used to. No. And maybe that's because you guys also have nothing new to report because we're in the middle of a pandemic. So do you have thoughts on on this? Let us know. Um, you can email us at dorianmatt at gmail.com or mandory at gmail.com. They go to the same place. You can email us a voice memo. A couple of people did that this week, actually. Yeah. Um, or you can just call us the old-fashioned way, 413-461-BABY. You can also text us at 413-461-BABY. That's true. We got two texts this week. They were both about Toast of London. Oh, good. I like, I like, look, it's the best show ever. Um, yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. 
Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombus is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombus is that when you purchase an item, Bombus donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombus has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombus can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Hello, everyone. Hi, how's it going? You know, uh, going? Let's see, what am I at right now? 18 and a half hours of fasting so far. Oh, yeah, you didn't even talk about your intermittent fasting. I downloaded an app called the, you know, this is again the the app of the of this 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 week's fucking Matt trying to lose weight app. Mm. <laughs> Fast tick, I think it's called. Like like um, I don't know, like fantastic, but fastic, right? That's probably where it comes from. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been fasting for. Did uh, the last I don't know how many days I can tell you probably um five days six days Monday Tuesday Monday yeah so six days this will be seventh day uh sixteen hours eighteen sixteen hours of fasting eight hours where I can eat uh but it's funny because I've been like trying to I've been like oh I can. Go a little longer. Let's see what I can do. I'm trying to get to twenty. I haven't. I haven't hit twenty yet. I've gotten to like nineteen and a half. I don't think this is healthy to di- to go twenty hours. I disagree. Re- remember the book, The Obesity Code? Yeah. I, I, and I was like, oh my god, it's, it's that. I mean, it's fine as long okay. as I'm staying hydrated. It's fine. All right. I can go weeks without food and it'd be fine. Okay. I'm just saying. I won't. That's not my plan. But yeah, doesn't it? I thought it became harder to lose weight if you don't eat enough because your body thinks you're starving, so it stores fat. Incorrect. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it. That is incorrect. Like, read the book. Okay. I, I tried. To, I told you to read it. I mean, I'm not gonna say read it now because you're very busy. I'm extremely busy right so now. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. Okay. Noted. And I stretch on from Dory. Um, are you feeling good in general about intermittent fasting? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was a toast, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I am. And I think that that would be, uh, that's, it's, it, it, I like the hard and fast rule. Yeah. Um, you like a boundary. I do. I do. More so than a, I don't know, like a what the types of uh, things you're not supposed to be eating or whatever. That does make it harder. More than that, what I do like is 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 just this like a hard a hard line. Yeah. Well, the thing about the types of food that you can eat is that that forces you to constantly be making choices. Yes. Whereas when you have this hard and fast, like you can only eat between these two times. Yeah. It's very clear. You don't have to always be making choices. It's right. just you know yeah so um and right now it's like it's funny because like i was so hungry this morning and then i took henry out went on a walk and then i I took him out in the car and 
I was hungry and then I, because I was doing stuff, I wasn't hungry and then I wasn't even thinking about it. And then when I was driving, when we were coming back, I was like, oh, I should think about food. And I was like, oh, nothing's really appealing to me right now. I guess I'm not that hungry. That was, that was what happened. That was 18 hours into the fast. So whatever. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know me, everyone. I would say most likely it's a thing I try for two weeks and then I move on to something else or don't move on to anything. Or it's a thing where I just am like, you know, gung-ho about it. I hope it's the gung-ho. I hope so too. You know, Michael Keaton, the auto workers. Remember that movie, Gung-Ho? Never saw it. Ah. Hmm. All right. Let's... It's, it's the Chinatown of Michael Keaton comedies. Oh, okay. And it's not. Well, I didn't go to film school, so. Not yet. All right. This first email is from our friend Anonymous. Mm-hmm. Hey, Henry, Dory, Matt, and Bo. I've written in before, but maybe should stay anonymous this time just in an abundance of caution. I like caution. I am looking for some advice on how to quit my job. I have an almost five-month-old and knew before I even got pregnant I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Despite that, I still tried to put in a great deal of effort into my job. Cut to me being the top performer on my team and my boss telling me about all the plans she has for me as far as promotions and more responsibility, etc. And me having extreme guilt for having zero passion for the work or any drive to stay. I feel a bit like I've manipulated my boss or tricked her because I've never hinted at wanting to quit once I had a kid and eagerly took on every project she threw my way. I think the news is going to come as a shock and she'll be quite disappointed. Do you have any advice on how I can give my notice? I can't really do anything face-to-face because, you know, COVID. And I've never FaceTimed with her. So if I requested if I requested that, she would probably immediately know something was up. Although maybe that's a good thing. Thank you so much for any advice you may have on this and for the pod every week. I look forward to you guys more than ever during this pandemic. It's like a check-in with the sweetest neighbors of all time. And then she attached a really cute picture of her baby. Uh, okay. That, that, so. Oh, wait. She has a P.S. Yeah. No hot dogs this year. But <laughs> last year I did eat maybe four or so because while pregnant, I had a powerful craving for pigs in a blanket with American cheese. Sounds so gross now, but I guess the hormones liked processed food. Pigs in a blanket with American cheese. Interesting. I've seen like I've I've seen cheddar. Uh but American is not although I was talking to Andy the other day about hot dogs on the uh on the Star Trek podcast and he was saying how he had four hot dogs that day, three buns. I was like, what? So he put two in a bun or he had one bun? He's like, I, he's like, I had one bun list and then I had like one with cheese. I was like, cheese. What are you, Chicago? <laughs> um, okay. So that's the hot dog update. Now you came to the right place. We are two people who love quitting. <laughs> um, all right. I would, I would just tell her on a phone call. Whoa. What? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would tell her on a phone call. I also don't think you, like, you don't really you don't owe, owe her. Yeah, you don't owe her some long explanation. Like, I think you can just say, like, I'm, you know, I've really enjoyed working with you. I'm so grateful, but um, it's time for me to move on. Also, like, if you, you said, you said it yourself, you're not, you just have no passion for it at this point and uh you might be the best performer on your team i think that just means they need to find better teams because <laughs> if like I, I don't mean that in that you're not doing a great job i mean no, that in, I like, a, well if you're not passionate about it and you're crushing it imagine if they got someone in there who was passionate about it right um but i would say you know don't apologize also don't like as much as you can don't try to anticipate how she's going to feel and like adapt your conversation to that Mm-hmm. Um, like she, you say, she'll be quite disappointed. She she might be. She also might not be. Like she might. What if she was like, "Oh my god, thank God, <laughs> you have been so unpassionate." No, but I mean, she might just like be like, "Oh, okay." Like it's this is this is life. People get jobs, they quit jobs. Mm-hmm. People move on. It happens. Like if she's a good manager, I think she will understand that. Um, so I to the extent that you can, I would try not to bring too much like i don't know emotion i guess into it yeah well yeah and also like with all these preset expectations of what it's going to be like exactly. without you even 
you know, you could go, you could go in there and it's like, oh my God, this was so nothing. Why was I exactly. worried about it? So you're, 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 as Kate says, well, I invite trouble. What is it? No, it's my, it's my agent who says that. Oh, I see. She says, why borrow trouble? Why borrow trouble? Um, oh, my other piece of advice is don't give too much notice. Yep. Don't give like a month notice. That is just that is just not good for anyone. It's a recipe for disaster. Just give the standard two weeks. Dos weeks. And that's it. Uh, otherwise, you'll be just in this limbo, miserable no man's land. And I feel like the people, people always give too much notice when they're worried that like, like their boss is going to be upset yeah. or, you know, the place isn't going to survive without them. And then what happens is... They're just hanging out for way too long. It's like a lame duck thing. They just wind up like me sitting on Dory's couch in the office. Yeah, and everyone's like, why is this guy still around? What are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, you got a new project to work on? That's cool. Uh, all right. Well, I hope that that helps and, you know, keep us posted. All right. Dory, I believe you're looking for a voicemail. Am I correct? You are correct. Yes. I nailed it. I feel good about it, and uh, I'm proud. You are. All right, here we go. This is from Rachel. Mm -hmm. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. This is Rachel calling from the UK. I have finally caught up after starting from the very beginning in May last year. Oh, my God. Fair to say I have loved binging this podcast. I want to thank you both so much for documenting your road to parenthood. It really has helped me during our first round of IVF, which was successful as I'm currently 11 weeks pregnant. I was wondering if anyone else struggled with fears of labor and motherhood. Basically, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I spent so much time focusing on being infertile. I have no idea how to navigate actually becoming a mother. Maybe this is normal, I don't know. Um, anyways, um, it's a husband and wife living in a modest two-bed, approximately 800 square foot in Cambridgeshire, and roughly about 10 hot dogs consumed last year. Wow. Bye. 10 on the, in the UK. I, I always felt like hot dogs were such a grossly American thing. Well, well, Rachel in Cambridgeshire. This really is, uh, it's, it's making me see the light here. <laughs> Um, Rachel, first of all, congratulations. Yes, you're here. Very exciting. Second of all, I think what you're feeling is completely normal. I, I think that even people who don't deal with infertility go through this, but I think people who deal with infertility, it's kind of compounded. Um, or at least it was for me, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it is interesting. You're so myopic. You're like, you just have this singular focus. Yeah. Um, in IVF. And then once you pass the hurdle of the ever moving goalpost, you're just like, oh, shit. Right. Like, you're like, wait, I thought the goal was to get pregnant. And it's like, it is. But then it's like, you're pregnant. And then you're actually going to have a kid. <laughs> then you have a child that is like, well, now what, guys? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day who is pregnant and just saying like there's always going to be something to stress about with a kid like there's always the next thing to stress about yeah yeah i mean yeah it's a you know like we got like it was getting him into a good sleep pattern and it was um obviously the safe sleep of it then it was uh oh god he's gonna start walking oh he's walking i gotta we gotta baby proof everything oh now he's now that he's walking, um, he's walk. He, he can open the door. Now we got to baby proof the doorknobs. Now it's now yeah, we got to find a preschool. Yeah, now there's it's just like, always. Oh, we, he he's taking two naps. Well, he doesn't want to take two naps anymore. He only wants to take one nap. How are we going to switch him to one nap? How are, like eating? Like there's just there's just a million things. And right. I think the thing is like, you can only prepare so much. Like true. To some extent, you just have to accept that there are going to be things that are out of your control and just roll with it. So that was kind of what I tried to do in terms of labor and delivery, although I didn't really, I mean, in the end, I had to just roll with it because right. I wasn't, I wasn't, he wasn't coming out the, the front door. 
Uh, did he come out the back door? He did not come out the back door <laughs> oh, either. Oh, it's crazy. He was like airlifted out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear from other listeners how they kind of navigated this though. This is, I think this is a, this is a very common thing that happens, um, when you get pregnant after infertility. So you are not alone, Rachel. Do not fret. For sure. Um, all right, honey, let's take another short break. Okay. We'll be right back. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay. We're back. We are back. Hope you all had a nice break. I had a great break. Tried to figure out where 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 food would be the fastest ordered from in a in a, in a pandemic delivery situation. Yeah. So, DoorDash 1. For now. We'll see. It could never show up. That's true. I've had that happen. Yeah. That's just like, that's the hungriest thing ever. Yeah, that is really hungry. When you're like, oh, it's been an hour. It's taking longer, taking longer than expected. And then all of a sudden, nope. We had to cancel your order. Yeah. Then you find out the place was closed. And they just, you know, didn't have a way of telling you earlier. Yeah. Well, on that note, let's yes. hear a voicemail about candles. Oh, I'd be happy to. Hey, Matt, Dory, um, Henry, and Bo. It's Gabby from Philadelphia. I wanted to reach out because I just listened to episode 301, I think it is. I'm a little behind. And you guys, you go off on candles. And I so enjoyed that conversation, multiple conversations. And I wanted to give Big a little people. plug for the company that my ex-sister-in-law works for. Um, it's called Green Market Purveying. Uh, co and green market is one word and their website is greenmarketpurveying.com and they are a uh, small business here in PA and they hand pour all of their soy blended candles in small batches and all that fancy stuff uh, beyond that they're they're so so delicious uh, may I recommend the Nordic Pine candle? I bought five of them this holiday season, one for myself and the rest to give as gifts. Even unlit, they will fill your house with the, the most you know, fresh and piney, delicious aroma. Um, I also love the green tea rose. Um, and they do have an amber candle i believe uh dory mentioned licking amber candles anyway they ain't cheap i will say that much um they're cheaper than magic candles really really delicious especially that nordic pine one like if you're gonna splurge on one candle let that be it i i um, guarantee you will not be disappointed if i knew where you lived i would send you one just as a gift because i enjoy you guys so much um so happy that i'm almost caught up and um, I'm sure I'll call again before the most recent podcast gets recorded. Anyway, love to you all. Gabby from Philadelphia, 1,200-ish square feet in a second-floor condo that I hate with an ongoing water issue. Um, I water. haven't That's eaten right. meat since January, but I love hot dogs. So I'm just going to put that out there that I wish I could... I could give you a hot dog tally, but I can't. And my weight is horrifying, so I'm also not going to give you that. <laughs> Bye, guys. We haven't asked for that, so don't worry. You don't need that. Uh, what was the amber? You like amber, honey? I do, but I also like pine. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't just, you can't, you can't also have pine. Oh, okay. Uh, Are you looking at, you're looking on the website? Yeah, I'm on the website right now. Um, you're gonna order a candle. I mean, she called with the with the. It was an effusive recommendation. It was. So I feel like I have to. 
amber honeysuckle. That sound like something you'd you'd, you'd sniff. Sure. You don't seem convinced. Well, it's hard to say. Right. I mean, you know, because these are all, you know, what is the scent? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I've never smelled a soy honeysuckle. Do you know what I'm saying, everybody? I, I know what you're saying. Oh, boy. I wish there was a discount code I had. Hmm. All right. Well. Yeah. While you're doing that, I'll continue hosting this podcast. Okay, look, I'm just like taking our listeners' advice. Don't, okay. don't, don't be mad at me. <laughs> All right, this next email is from Chris. Dear Matt and Dory, I know Matt said he wasn't very knowledgeable about telescopes. Yes, that is true. I did say that. But are there any eggheads out there who are? I've been thinking about buying myself a telescope. Can anyone give me some advice? Great question. So I, you know, I'll let you know. Um, I listened to, or listened to. Everything's a podcast, apparently, in my head. No, I read a bunch of articles about um, best beginner telescopes. Oh, okay. So, uh, and I would, I would recommend you, you do a nice little Google search. Had to, you can, you know, wire cutter had a pretty good breakdown of them, but I was like, this doesn't seem quite as thorough as i need mm. so i went to the next thing down on in the google result i see and i got a consensus and then the model that everyone was recommending was around like 350 dollars or so um gps connects to your phone you can you know that way you don't have to like deal with star charts and all that stuff you just sort of go okay i want to look at uh, venus and, it'll, and it's like it'll, doo, doo, it'll know doo. where it's going cool yeah which i thought well that's as about a beginnery thing as you could have that's true that's true chris also says p.s i love the podcast oh thank you chris all right honey good news yes we've reached the matt berry portion yes! of the podcast. <laughs> all right this is from he emily Hi, Matt and Dory and Bo and Henry. Just had to pause the pod when you started talking about Matt Barry. I'm assuming you've watched The Mighty Boosh yes. and the IT Crowd. You know, it's funny is I've never watched. I tried watching the IT Crowd a long time ago. I never got through it. Hmm. But have you watched Moomin Valley? It's a new animated version of the beloved Moomins and is on Amazon Prime in the UK. So I'm hoping it's available worldwide. And Matt Berry voices Moomin Papa. He does his usual Matt Berry stuff. <laughs> and it's a really great show for kids and parents. Our 11-month-old loves it. Maybe something for you and Henry to watch together. That is from Emily in 1,100 square feet in the east of England with one boyfriend, one 11-month-old daughter, and three chickens, but they're in our garden. Henry is the pickiest son of a bitch ever. <laughs> He really is like, he just does not, he does not give anything the time of day unless it's something he's seen before. Hmm. Wow. I wonder where he could have gotten that Shh. habit from. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Taste of your own medicine. Toast of my own London. <laughs> oh, and uh, Emily adds so far in 2021, no hot dogs. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. All right, this is from Jenny. Hi there, Dory and Matt. Longtime listener here from Bristol, England. I was grinning from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat when Matt recounted his experience of watching Toast of London. Matt Berry is an absolute comedy genius, and I would recommend watching Rabbit if you're able to access it. It was originally on Channel 4 slash All 4 in the UK. I'm not sure if you can access BBC iPlayer, but if you can, then it would also be worth watching Squeamish About as Matt Berry provides an interesting take on British life. <laughs> really enjoy your podcast so please keep up the good work currently live in a three-bedroom house in bristol approximately 1375 square feet with hubby seven-year-old daughter and three-year-old son another national lockdown has just been announced so we're all stuck indoors trying to homeschool kids whilst trying to do both our full-time jobs fun times take care of yourself Oof. jenny roberts jenny thank you for the recommendations i will add them to my matt barryathon <laughs> uh and then we got a couple texts. I keep trying to buy, like, first of all, you can't get Garth Marenghi's Dark Place or Toast of London on a Region 1 DVD. It's all UK Region 2. Mm. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to play it. Mm. Stupid region locks. Mm. Continue. All right, this is a text. Ray Bloody Purchase. <laughs> I also recently got into Toast of London, so I loved hearing you guys talk about it. Happy New Year. 
Then we got another text. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Thanks for the toast rack. I too am crying laughing, Alessandra. That's a, that was a pretty good impression, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Really, really you, you captured the essence of Thank toast you. in a recording booth. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Steven, can you hear me? <laughs> Steven. This is Clem Fandango. Can you hear me? Uh, all right. That was uh, that's great. Shazad Latif from Star Trek. I mean, like, I wish someone I someone tweeted at me. I asking... wish I had known about Toast of London when I interviewed Shazad for, for After Trek. Yeah, fucking Clem Fandango was right there. I know. God. Someone tweeted at me, um, informing me, like, on your behalf that he was on Discovery, and I was kind of like, oh, as though. Guys, I hosted the after show, (laughs) you know, when I had to fly to New York every weekend to do it. And now Will Wheaton gets to do it from his fucking house every weekend because of this pandemic. So jealous. Imagine not having to go anywhere. We don't go anywhere. No, no, I mean to do the. Oh, for that show. Well, I'm saying imagine not having to go somewhere to do your job to a person (laughs) who does her job at her office in her home. Ugh. All right, listen, everyone. Could you imagine what that would be like? You'd just have all this freedom and your husband would sit down on your couch and just have a good time. Okay, guys, we have a Patreon. Uh, We do a couple of bonus podcasts over there every month, and uh, we'd like you to know you can support us there. Go to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure if you want more uh, of us. I can't imagine you would, but if you did, that's where you would go. Big thank you to supporters. Uh, and if you support at the $5 level or above, you get your name right on the podcast every month. And uh, let's just start thanking these folks. First of all, a big thank you to Dr. Beverly Crusher. E. Fast. Uh, Edwina Goodingham. Edwina Morgan Bodo. <clears throat> uh, Elizabeth Hirado. L. Emily F. Aaron Gudge. Here comes the Gudge. It's Aaron Turley. Fallon. Uh, Frederick Roy. Greta Truitt. Hannah Crowder. Hillary Berry. Jackie G. Jane Callahan. Uh, Jennifer Steele. Jess Branch. Jess Branch. Jessica Hendricks. I'm oh, sorry, Jesse Hendricks. Jessica Manilovich. Kane McCall. Catherine Lene. Catherine Chimmins. Katie Heimer. Katie Regan. Kelly Zimmerman. Carrie Mills. Kim Mestra. Christopher Fanaghi. Laura. Uh, Laura Rosenblum. Lauren Gleason. Donkey of Prey. Uh, lies. That's Lethal. Is that what it says? Because yep. it looks to me, because I'm reading it at an angle without my glasses on. It looks like L-I-E-S exclamation point. <laughs> no. So it looks like lies. <laughs> uh, Linnea Wynn. Uh, Martin Hedger Peterson. Maude Tremblay. Uh, Mackenzie Erickson. Megan K. Miller. Magana Prasad. Melinda Phelps. Michael Roth. Michelle Kitz Miller. Mike Zydek. Mike, Kim, and Leo. Molly Schranz. Mariah Adamic. Nancy Powell. Nikki Bossert. And Patricia Faust. Resig. Thank you. Thank to you our all so much. And thank you all for listening. If you'd like the podcast to be longer, send some emails. Dory Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. Uh, and everyone, enjoy your toast of London. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.